What's up, everybody? This is Charlotte Preachers. This is the MTF Monday through Friday with Charlotte Preachers Podcast. How you motherfuckers doing? Let's go. So, basically, this episode is going to be about representation. And for this episode, I did a little research. I sat down, and I almost completely, not finished, I got like a season and a half to go, of Little Women Atlanta. About the little people, well, women of Atlanta. Obviously, right? Yeah. Um, it's, on one hand, I realize that they are disabled because, you know, it's hard for me to look at people differently when they do walk around and I don't walk around so easily, but if you can't do what you need to do and the struggle is real in your life, you have a disability too, so they're disabled, <coughs> excuse me, um, and doesn't make us look good. Let me explain. So, we have Minnie. Rest in peace. Ashley, also known as Minnie. Um, she just been lying since the beginning. Like, that, that bitch stayed lying. Like, it was all about Pastor Troy. She was supposed to get pregnant. Then she lies about the um, miscarriage and it was just a whole bunch of bullshit. Then we got the twins. Amanda and Andrea. Them little heifers, they be crying all the time. About everything. I don't know if... Sometimes it seems like they edit in them crying. Because sometimes it's just extra. And... The guys on the show, they don't really show... That, let me just be honest. They're not too intelligent to me. Um, Chris really doesn't know how to express himself. That is Andrea's man. And they just keep getting pregnant. And they have this conglomerate situation called the Tunny Twins. Where they, you know, twerk and... Okay, and side note. Little people do a lot more than twerking and rapping. That's all you see these motherfuckers doing. Then you have Miss Juicy, who just love to start shit, love to make retarded comments, just just dumbass comments about just anytime she can, just to start some shit. And then when it pops off, she is. So, holier than thou, she's Miss Regal, you know, I'm old school, and it it, it, it kind of annoys me, because she works with Ricky Smiley on the morning show, and she thinks she's queen of Atlanta boo, and all of that bullshit, and, uh, yeah, like, girl please, and then we got money. Uh, money is ratchet. She's all. I mean, she got better, uh, if you want to say, but she was still ratchet. You know, it it, it 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 bothered me. You know how you don't, you don't really see these people do much in the show as working and 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 and. and going to school and doing things like that. It, it's really centered around them bickering and fighting and trying to one-up the other and always got to pull somebody over to the side and talk to them like they're doing that dope thing. When a lot of this shit shouldn't even be talked about, it's not that important. Then you got Amanda's man, Jordan, as... Later on in the series, I do start to like his personality better, but 
He's still real reserved. Don't know what any of these motherfuckers do. Um, then you got Money's man. He's kind of more, more, more than, more than, more, I don't know how you say his name. Because it's spelled different than they pronounce it. Um, but he's a truck driver. And then Money quit her job. This shit gets me. Money quits her job. I think she was a secretary. I could be wrong. Or she worked in an office of some type. And she quit her job to do voiceover work. And she gets a job in voiceovers as a ladybug. But I don't understand what these reality shows why you don't never see a lot of this shit pan out. You just see them, uh, sorry about that, there's notifications on my phone, um, you, you just see, you just, they, they, they make a big deal over things, but you never really see what happens, like, I never really saw this show that Money was doing voiceover work for, and heard her voice, like, and then she gets one job at that, and then you kind of don't really see it going anywhere. Then we got left cheek and right cheek. I think their name was Bree and whatever. The, the, name, the name had me hollering, like left cheek or right cheek at first. And um, they twerkers, you know. Um, They moved back to Dallas, and a lot of these girls know each other from the twerk scene from Dallas. Then they move to Atlanta, then they go back and forth between Dallas, and then you got... Um, Chet, I thought I'd turn these down, but y'all gonna have to deal with the thing. Anyway, um... Then we got... Many lies this whole entire time, and then, um, then you got Minnie's mama. Oh, that is a story by itself. Like, she's lying about having a child with Pastor Troy. Then, on the reunion of the first season, Pastor Troy comes on there and basically. Says nothing. Um, and side note, I know this is about the little women of Atlanta, but the men that they're involved in don't have to be so insignificant. Like, and and then you have him kind of lying too. Then they're questioning many about the. Um, baby, and then she get pregnant, and well, she went past the Troy, and the miscarriage, and you know all of this is Miss Juicy, and her mother knows she's lying this whole entire time, and just right up there ready to fight, and money ties, which I do like that term, because money likes to, in the beginning of the series, likes to throw... Liquid and anything she got next to her at a person. And so, Miss Juicy is monetizing, get, gets monetized, excuse me, by Minnie's mother with wings and then Juicy Gets tries to get an restraining order against Minnie's mother because um, she got hit with wings and maybe halfway the plate that the wings were on. Like, bitch, please, okay? I can understand because her Minnie's mother is kind of um statuesque, you know? She's kind of large. The bitch is larger than charge. Um, and she might be intimidate, intimidated since 
a lot of these women are a lot of talk, you know, except the tiny twins and 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 money money is a scrapper. You will find out, you know, a little bit further on in the series, a couple, you know, tiffles that she has. Um, but they say that, quotation marks, that Minnie's mother has a very good job. And then when she gets the restraining order put against her, that she could lose her job and she makes very good money. We don't know what her mother does at all. Now, we do know that Minnie is a hairdresser because in the beginning, that's how we're introduced to money because she does money's hair and they have the... Money has the Gina Waters, you know, when she got it shaved off the side. Letitia Campbell later on, like, you know... 2018, 2019 hairstyle where they shaved the side and got the other side. And, um, that's where we were to money at the hair salon. Now, we never really find out what Minnie's mother does. Um, but, it, but she could lose her job and all of this now, she's keeping Minnie's dog, and the landlord finds out, so the landlord kicks her out, the mother out of her apartment, and then she has to live with Minnie. Um, I don't understand that situation, and like, what I don't seem to understand is why is Minnie's mother always trying to actually get into physical fights with people because of what Minnie has started herself. Like, I agree that these people um have a disadvantage, but if you're going to talk shit, you better walk shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't understand why she is ready to hurt people all the time just because of what Minnie has started. Even though you're supposed to back your family. Your team up. You're supposed to back your bitches up no matter what. And talk about it later like bitch. You got me in some bullshit. But her mother is supposed to be more mature. Than all of this whole reality TV. Bullshit that they done set up. Now. Let's go on to the Turk twins. These bitches can't do nothing else. Um, like I said, Jordan is a nice guy, but he really don't got much to say. Personality is kind of, yeah, it's not really there. And then we got, um, Andrea's man, Chris. He, he gets better after a while, but he's not really too smart. He's a, um, from what I see, in only my opinion, he's a half deadbeat trying to get shit back together later on, and he's, uh, he has a record, so he can't get a job, he, they say tattoos, but I don't see the tattoos being all over his face and all of these things, so I don't see how the tattoo really hinder him from getting a job, it's just that they want to add that in, you know, I got a record and the tattoos and stuff like that. Um, like I said before, he doesn't seem too intelligent. Um, he can't really talk to his problems. He can't really, um, articulate himself too well. And even though both of the twins are very, very, very emotional all the time. And I don't know if that's editing, but they do a lot, a lot of crying. Like, sometimes you, instead of crying, you need to man up and... Or a woman up and figure out what's going on. You can't, you can't um, figure out the right way if you're always in a ball crying or running off crying or something. And if they're not crying, they're trying to fight somebody. And Andrea's always pregnant. And Chris left in the first pregnancy. Then she gets pregnant again and 
And while they're dealing with that, she gets pregnant again. It's like one after the other, year after year after year. So it's three. And when they get around the third kid, he does better. Because um, he left her during the first one. The second one, he's around. And it's just kind of, um, you know, it's, it's an in and out thing. And then let's slide on over to Miss Minnie. Um, Minnie, after the lie, they try to kind of get her in a situation after they do the speed dating thing and she gets with this guy, Gary, who she's not really physically attracted to because my opinion, um, it could be his weight because he was nice looking at times. Um... But I think it was his weight a little bit. Because she liked the tattoos and the dreads. When they went to the Black Bike Week. You know, she had a thing for the bikers with the, the long dreads and tattoos. And he wasn't that type. He was a, um, if I'm not mistaken, he was a minister or a preacher or something. And, or something like that. I don't think that was a problem. I just think that. They're trying to find her love interest since the Pastor Troy situation went left. And, and to be honest, I heard about many um, through like YouTube and the internet when she was passing. I knew of the show, but I never seen it at the time. And, you know, I'm, I tried to, because like, I did a YouTube video, if you check out my channel, Charlotte Preaches on YouTube. I did a YouTube video tribute to her and everything. And since I haven't haven't seen the show at the time, she was, you know, a nice, sweet, pretty young lady. And when I watched the show, I'm like, um, rest in peace to her, but I don't like this bitch. Like, like they, but I understand that reality TV show is scripted, but damn, like, there's parts of their character that annoy me, but, like, she just lies all the time, and then as soon as somebody say anything to her, she always got an attitude. If they try to help her, if they don't do it exactly the way she wants, she has an attitude, and they try, and you can see that they have the best interest. At heart, except Miss Juicy. Um, I don't understand. I mean, of the little people, could she be queen of the little women of Atlanta? Maybe. But I mean, maybe that's just because she's older, because she's annoying. She always got some slick remark or some, some, some. Some ulterior motive, which made many turn into that way. And no matter what they try to portray, I swear, many wants to be, or not be, or jealous, or another option. Or they try to put them against each other because she's in radio. Then, then many tries to be in radio and goes with the podcast 85 South, which I do like y'all. Shout out to y'all in the first place. Um, Chico Bean and them. Um, cause she tries to talk to Ricky Smiley and then she, um, makes this plaque cause of his fraternity when they go do the, uh, charity work. And then she donates $5,000 to the charity, which is a good thing, but she has an ulterior motive of trying to talk to Ricky Smiley, but rubbing it in Miss Juicy's face. And Miss Juicy has that whole situation of, Oh, that's my boss, and I introduced you to him, and you shouldn't talk to him unless you go through me, and, like, she's the gatekeeper of all of these things, and the way they set it up and the way they edit the show, it does look like that most of the time. Now, um, like I was saying before, they have these other girls, um, left cheek and right cheek, very funny name, um, they get... Edited out by like the second season, like they just drift on away, and then we focus more on to the tiny twins. Um, 
they, I feel for the Tiny Twins once you get to know their story, but they know, they have problems with speech, they can't, um, they're not outgoing, and then as soon as they get started, Andrea is getting pregnant, and all she worried about is the kids, and when they get their management and, and, and opportunities that some girls, including myself, would love to have the opportunities that they have, it's just all about the kids, and my kids come before everything, my career, and all of this bullshit, and she can't go and do the hosting and get the, get the bag that they were supposed to be getting because she misses the children, and the children do come first, but if you have no way to provide for the children, then you shouldn't have children, and that was their way of providing that they were working on, and they finally worked so hard, if you want to say hard, in quotation marks, because I mean they don't really host, they don't really have great personalities as entertainers, because they could have great personalities personally, like if you meet them and have a conversation with them and in their lives. But on television and the, the the big screen, they they don't really have any talent or personality. And then all they do is twerk. And then they must have made a lot of money, enough money. Or I really don't think a lot of these women on this show have a lot of money until the show because them twins they were getting they started to get brand deals and they started to work on their brand and then they didn't want to work and then if they get upset and they miss each other a lot because you know the twin connection thing and then they they take it out on their work when they're supposed to be you know they're supposed to stay professional when you walk into work you, you keep a smile on your face and you keep that bullshit outside the door because it can affect the money and and the future of the children. Now, Amanda, who's with Jordan, don't have any children, you know? So she has more of the option to go to these parties and host and stay up all night drinking and partying, you know, doing all those things that Andrea can't do or she has to curtail it or be more responsible because she is responsible for children but I mean she's really 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 trying to fight for this son of a bitch Chris who I mean they must have upped his pay in the show that's why he's around more because he wasn't like he he doesn't seem like he gave a fuck you know it, it, if it rains outside, he's like, Yo, I need to, I need time to myself. So he's always leaving, so... And she's always trying to get him back. And, and now, mind you, these are beautiful women. I mean, money's a little ratchet, but she's fine, too. You know, um... They can... Not saying that the heart doesn't want what it wants, but if somebody is not providing and not helping you and going to the going to where you're trying to get to your future so you can provide for your family, you really have to leave them where they're at. You don't have to, you know, never try to work on it, but give it a break, you know, sometimes. And then you have, um, let's see here. So, yeah. Um, Miss Juicy really doesn't have a love interest. Like I said, I got about a season and a half to go. And she really doesn't have a love interest. They're more really secretive about her movements. Then you got Morton or anyway, Money's Man. At first, I thought he was kind of a country bumpkin. Um, he's still very country. I don't know if he's too intelligent or not. He doesn't. Talk a lot. I think he got three to four kids already, which they try to slide in later on. Um, we don't see them yet. I don't know if I'll see them in the last season. And I don't know if this is the last season of the series or this is the last. Because I'm watching it on Tubi, y'all. No, no sponsorship, but I'm watching it on Tubi. So I don't know 
if they have any more but five seasons. But Money's Kid D2, um, she was supposed to be getting her shit together. And then D2 was supposed to be moving with her. But her baby father was like, I told you he could visit, and she was like, I thought he was moving, and I don't, I don't really know. It just seems like the father is going to experience everything the mother experiences at the current time when the child is not with him, but that's okay for the mother to experience and not for him. Um, sometimes I think a lot of this is jealousy. Because if they were part of the script and part of the show getting a paycheck, then they would probably play along a little better, I think. Because their whole argument doesn't make sense. She wants him to move there full time and she's not really convincing him too well. I don't know what happens off camera, but on camera, I really wouldn't want to move there either. Especially if I'm watching it at home. And all these bitches are doing is bickering and, and arguing over nonsense over and over and over again. And bringing up the same stuff every other episode. And, 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 and they're always throwing... That's the shit that gets me. If you bring a new cast member and these two old cast members don't like this new bitch... What is the point of just saying you two motherfuckers don't got to come to this event? Everybody got to come to every event. So then Miss Juicy got to make sure that, um, I, like when she started to do management, which, oh my God, gets on my nerves. Because um, they say, well, we want to work with comedians and personalities and, and, and radio hosts and rappers and singers and R&B and blah, 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 blah. Most time, all you seeing is these little people who are rappers. Okay, you got Little Twerk with Dequan, I think his name is, or some D name. Um, she's about the best rapper I've heard on the show because you know, um, Miss Juicy might have an ear for talent, but rap. Is a little bit more than just liking the song and they able to rhyme words. Because a lot of these rappers on the show are very, very basic. And if if they're trying to bring out the little people I have talent and they can do the same thing that everybody else's. The episode where, it's, I think it was called Juicy's Got Talent, if I'm not mistaken... Should have showed more of the talent, like, like, Abira, who they keep hinting toward that she's a man because she, you know, she has a deeper voice and she, um, but she was a she danced for money also, and now she's a rapper. They all were dancers, it, you know. I mean, not everybody now. You got Tanya, you got Samantha. The, 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 and many and, 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 and money, they, they weren't dancers, but everybody else is a twerker or dancer, um, and I thought twerking was a style of dance, I didn't know it was a fucking job, but anyway, um, it, they, they just show a minute of these people, I think there was somebody named Bunkman, who was a, little person, man, rapper, um, you just heard, like, one sentence of his song, um, little twerking and her boyfriend, he's a good singer, I don't really know if he's a little person or not, because, you know, you can just be short, and that, that, that reminds me of another situation that I have to sit back on, you can just be short, so I don't know if he's a little person or not. But Little Twerk, wonderful name, um, used to be a makeup artist working with Sam, who is very beautiful, you know, 
She's a little bit on the thick side. Um, she was a makeup artist. Um, she's Tanya's friend. And she has a problem with little twerk. And then it seems like Juicy is always working with these girls and the people that the main cast always have a problem so that she can sit there and try to um diffuse arguments even though she knows there's going to be an argument. And Abira, little V, little vicious or whatever, she... She's the most basic Sesame Street rhymer on the planet. Um, she used to be a dancer. It it seems like instead of showing that these women can have great conversations and have other ideas and, and, and love and, 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 and like and, and want to do other things in life, they all want to become rappers or some shit like that. If they, if they were dancers or twerkers. You know, they don't, they don't really show any other, them doing anything else. Because I still don't know what the fuck the twins can do. Um, they're really, they're really sheltered. You know, the twins, you know, the twerking twins or the tiny twins, they like to call themselves. Um, they, they had a problem with little V. Because they used to work with her back in Dallas. And, you know, they gotten popular because they're twins, you know. One, two is always better than one sometimes, I guess, when it comes to entertainment in a marketable way. But, um, she's a, um, little V, um, Avira is supposed to have, like, three or four kids or whatever. And that, that that's not really important. But they always keep bringing up the kids and the baby daddy so they can have somewhere to argue. Because when, when the twins did their first hosting gig, they couldn't project. They're not really good at speech. I don't know if it's because English is their first or second language. Or they just kind of... Uh, ignorant? <laughs> um... Because, you know, if you speak another language, then you might have speech problems. Or it could be something that some little people have to deal with. You know, because they have to deal with the bones hurting, um, pregnancy. Um, a lot of it was focused on having natural labor for a little person. Um, you, you don't really see them get ridiculed or picked on by anyone else but themselves, like, they put, some cast members put themselves down, and, like, many, for example, and I don't know, because for myself, I always didn't want to date someone in a chair with an cerebral palsy, because I'm like, if we both can't get up and walk, how do we do certain things? There's only supposed to be, there can't be two people that's disabled in a relationship. And I know that might sound fucked up, but when it comes to, like, um, feeding yourself, clothing yourself, I'm getting a job, then that's different. But height? I don't know, because since it's a disability, I guess they kind of can feel the same way. Like, they don't want to be with little people. But then they, they always want grown people, the fully grown people, excuse me, um, average size grown people. Instead of little grown people to be with. But then they're also always worried about them taking advantage of being fetishized. And I have to worry about that being a transgender woman myself. But before I knew that I was transgender, I really didn't care who, like if they had a disability. I didn't care if we dated or fell in love or whatever. I just didn't want them to not be able to walk because I needed someone that, Kind of like, if, if, if you've the legs, then I'm the brain. We both can't need legs, because then we have to figure out another way, you know? In a sense. But I guess, preference is different. I, I don't know how you look at it. It could be just preference, but, um... Um, it... 
I don't really see in, see I see them as disabled because I really didn't think of that. I didn't know all the problems that they dealt with, so I didn't see them as disabled. I just thought that you know they had a setback, you know, like um, like um, I had I have cerebral palsy, which is my disability, but um, I need glasses, which is a setback. You know, I thought not being tall was a setback. I didn't know they had all these health problems and, and delivering kids could kill them. well, delivering kids can kill any woman, but it's a, but it is a very, very high risk for them. I didn't know that until I watched the show and know more about them, that they were as disabled as the as myself or people in our community. Um It it opened my eyes, but these group of women that they picked, because I know there are different parts, there are different shows that I will get into when I do more podcasts for you guys. Um, I think there's Little Women of Dallas that I need to check out, and um, another show. Um, because the lady that hosts the... Um, Reunion show of the first season. She has her own show. She's a little woman. Um, I don't think this group really shows the... It's not multifaceted. They're either... You don't know what they do. Or they just focused on them being boisterous and, and ratchet. And trying to... Always be in somebody's face because they were, you know, picked on or um, held down as children and stuff like that. So they're always trying to say something. But then you have, you know, like for instance, Tanya in this show, who is a, um, she's very nice. Um, she really is not the in your face kind. Um, she is Sam's friend. Sam moved from Jersey to Atlanta to help Tanya take care of her kids. And, um, I don't know if you can kind of like, let's see, Tanya is a reserved She's an herbalist. She doesn't really, you know, fly off the handle a lot. She tries to be, pretend to be secretive and keep things to herself. And, you know, the girls always like to bring things out in the open and make a big episode about it and have Juicy say something stupid. And, I mean, because... I don't, I don't know. I just look at it like, when, when Juicy's always talking about she's the queen of Atlanta, I don't really see it as like, that's for everybody, not just your group of people. I guess she means her group of people because yes, she's on the morning show and yes, she's on a podcast and, but they're already talking about. These ventures, like, she has a sex talk show, and she didn't want to do the sex talk show because of the way her mother felt and walked out over the situation, and, 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 I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Juicy is what, in her 40s, and you're worried about what your mother thinks, if this is really lucrative for you, I mean, some people do, but it's not really gonna stop a bag for me, and then she's supposed to be a manager, and then... They say they're managing everybody, but I really just see that they're focusing on little people that I never really see again. But that's a lot of it with these reality shows. I think it's all just, we're going to make up the talent, make up the situation for this isolated show. So, um, I don't know. I just think that we need more representation, and it's not a good way to show the disabled community because we come in all different shapes, sizes, and problems, and colors, and genders, and all these things, 
Okay, now, sorry, getting off track here. Um, we were talking about Tanya. Um, Tanya was with Vaughn, a nice young man, and they had their problems, and then she cheated with Nico, Nicholas, and he's a singer, and they had to spend this whole situation on him being bisexual because he was with, sorry about that notification again, guys. He was with his boyfriend when, when he left his boyfriend in New York to come back to be with Tanya, but I don't know. She, 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 she this whole situation with her, Nico, and Vaughn. She cheated on Bond for Nico, and Nico really is an immature bastard, and then he tries to act like he's smarter and, 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 and more passionate than he actually is, and he's always yelling because he says, well, he doesn't know how to act around Tanya because he's still in love with her, and, and then he was supposed to come down to be a father, and then she kicks him out, and then, they, then the girls say that, and a lot of times I find that these bitches is in shit that they ain't really got nothing to be in. And I know it's part of the show, but goddamn, sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up. Sometimes they like to start arguments about stuff that really don't got shit to do with them or um, ask questions or, or pry, and especially Juicy. Then it's Minnie. Then the rest of them try to chime in and do the same thing. Um, it, it, It's just really ridiculous after a while. Um... But Nico, they really, for a second, I would say, they focus on him being bisexual. Like, because Juicy is older from an older generation, and it may not be, you know, it might be, I don't know why it should be shocking to her, because she she had this sex talk show that she was supposedly starting that went nowhere after she shot the pilot episode, because... Coincidentally, her mother came down and and blah 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 blah. Now, okay. Um, I don't really. I don't understand what the fuck Juicy's in this show for. Besides, it, she just make you want to punch her in the fucking face all the time. You know, like, why well, you just gotta say something like, okay, for example, when, um, because Tanya had a baby by Vaughn, excuse me, um, I forgot the little boy, I think it's a boy, and then she had Jaden with Nico, which she told it was Bonds, I think, and but she didn't want it to be Nico because Nico was immature. And then, um, after she broke up with Vaughn, then she got with, um, um, then she, then Nico came down to take care of Jaden, and then she got pregnant again with the, with the little girl, um, I, it, it's just, uh, it's just nonsense with these men, because, um, these women should, they, they can, they can get out of that same circle, like, they always gotta stay in that same damn circle, like, these are the only men they know in the world, and, and it just doesn't really make any sense, and, and, I don't, it just doesn't make any sense. So then after that, they had an argument with Nico because Sam doesn't like Nico because, um, you know, she was there to help Tanya take care of the baby. And then Tanya would have arguments with Nico and she, does, she's, she doesn't really pop off at the mouth or just, like, tell that motherfucker, you know, just, just, like, breathe, nigga, like, do you. Go the fuck on somewhere, you know. She's kind of reserved and quiet about it. So Sam is, you know, kind of her, 
her uh, megaphone, you know, kind of gotta step in sometimes and tell Nico, you know, to stay in his place and so they don't really get along. So when she thought that Nico was going to come down, I don't know why she thought this, but she thought that Nico was going to be in the new baby's life and help out more. Then she told she was trying to basically pick him over Sam, and Sam came to Atlanta to help her. That's usually what people do. Um, I don't know why these women pick men over their core friends and family, especially Andre and Chris. I don't know, and Chris is. I mean, Nico ain't shit, but he's a step up from Chris. I don't know why she always is like, uh, Chris doesn't want you guys around. Because they had to help their first son. Um, Andrea's first son, Andre, has a lot of complications. And he had to stay with her mother and father back in Texas. And, and with the doctors and everything. And... They do all, they take care of him, they help him, they, you know, take him to all the visits, and she's out here in Atlanta to, you know, make the tiny twins supposedly pop off and be a big thing or whatever, um, which I don't kind of believe. I believe that they just got the show started, so they wanted to all be in the, the area of where the show was going to be, you know, based at, because how do these people all seem to come from Dallas? Um, most of these little people that are new and introduced into the show as it goes along are from Dallas, Texas, and that's kind of weird. Um, it just doesn't seem right to me, or it just seems very convenient. So, when they had, he walked out because of Andre, he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. He was going to jail and doing things like that instead of taking care of his family. And then when they had the second child, um, he walked out again. And now that he's back around and they're working on a third child, he's supposed to be better. But I don't think that he should have, she should be over the mother and the father and the sister. And they should really, you know, be combative like that. I know she wants to try to make it work. But Chris is not the one to make it work with. Um, but... Um, now we're at the point where Minnie has, um, congestive heart failure and she is trying to turn over, she's always trying to turn over new leaves and she lied, that's her biggest thing, she's always saying that she made a mistake, she made a mistake and she's going to try to do do the um, better, and she just does the same thing over and over again. She lies about stupid things that really nobody cares about. If she has no relationship, nobody gives a damn. She didn't have to be pregnant when she wasn't. Nobody, that's not what the show's about. Um, and so now as we move into the fourth season, money got married to... Morin, Morlin, or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, I still think he got some shit hiding. Even though the best man that he was supposed to be of the of his wedding, Robert, um, was like, if you if you knew the shit I knew about that nigga, you wouldn't marry him. And then then they always gotta talk to Juicy because Juicy wanna start shit. Um. And honestly, I thought Miss Juicy was named Miss Juicy because of her butt. Because no shade, no tea, but the little women, you know, they got some bodies on them. Yeah, it's hunty. Yeah, it's queen, you know. But I think it's because she's always trying to start shit to make shit juicy, basically. You know, like she has the tea. She got, she got. The, the the topic, the news, you know, crazy shit like that. But um I I don't know. I just think that hopefully 
other um iterations or spin-offs of this series. And I hope that um disabled people can get more representation and just be shown in very a lot of different lights, you know. We got ratchet people, we got people that dance, we got people that sell drugs, we got people that are educated, entrepreneurs, teachers, doctors that have disabilities. I want to see all facets of those people. And um, we also, I don't know if it's going to be the next podcast or the one after that, we will have to discuss um, Netflix show special about this the guy that has cerebral palsy. And he is, um, gay. Um, because I have cerebral palsy, um, I'm bisexual, and I'm transgender. And none of that represents me in any way possible. I don't know what the fuck Netflix was doing. It was just total fuck. So, we'll get into that. And when I finish the rest of Little Women Atlanta, we'll be back in with another iteration of... This podcast, part two, Little Women of Atlanta. But until then, guys, I'm Charlotte Preachers, and this is M to Have Money Through Friday with Charlotte Preachers. And I'm out this bitch. And y'all know the slogan. We gonna soar like a canker. Welcome to Anchor. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>